What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Live from Estopin All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast, powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to another episode of the Bamos Morados Podcast. My name is Benton. And I'm Zach. Glad to be back with you all. We're going to be starting doing this with a little more regularity. I'm excited about that. Everything's ramping up. Yeah. Both of our teams are getting in action, and we're back in action, too. I'd say all three of our teams. We got, I mean, in no particular order, you got... Louisville City Racing and and Louisville City Masters <laughs> I don't, Adult League Old Man I, League. I don't even think we've shared our team name on here before. We just we just call our Old Man League our I team name. Better when we were the free agents. I'm pretty proud of our our current team name. One more beer for our yeah. star striker Juan. I think it's pretty fun. Anyway, we took we both we both took a pretty uh, pretty good beating last week, didn't we? We got. We got beat up last week. <laughs> you, yeah. you and me got. <laughs> you got like game. you got smashed in the face, and you were like bleeding out of the mouth. And I, I won the header though. I should yeah. got the call. I was, I was there first. I jumped higher, which <laughs> doesn't called... happen often. So I, I feel like I deserved the call on that one. The refs don't really like to use the whistle in our league. Yeah. <laughs> then I got my foot stepped on, so that was yeah, nice. Taking and... down from behind. Yeah, I got a bunch of holes in it. It was purple and stuff. I thank God I'm, you know. I'm good to go for this week. I thought it was going to be worse than that. But anyway, maybe that's the reason why we're not playing professionally. Just put ourselves in harm's way. So, yeah, I'm the- also slow and I can't shoot or pass. That kind of hurts. I really have no I redeeming prospects. traits in the pitch. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> it's not going to stop me. At least one my day positioning is also bad. Yeah. <laughs> so. Enough about us in our old man league. Let's talk about uh, all the fun that's going on. We're we're getting real close to season, and it's been a flurry of activity on uh, front office has been busy. Team. Yeah, yeah, they've been keeping very busy. So, I guess we're gonna start things out on the Louisville City side of the house because we only had a few signings last time we've talked. We've had what one, two, three, four, five more signings. Yeah, on the racing then. side, I feel like unless any surprises happen, like we, we know what players are going to be signing. It's just waiting for them to actually yeah. sign their deals. Now it's all, it's all draftees at this point. Yeah. It's just more of waiting like for that pen to paper to actually happen. Yeah. But on the Louisville city side, it's kind of just been waiting to see what's going on. And so we've gotten a flurry of them. So let's talk about them in chronological order. Shall we? Okay. First one is refresh my memory. Yeah. It's Enoch Mushagaluska is the Matiti. first he goes by matiti yes he has a what is he 22 year old he was playing with sporting kansas city too yep. um they're not I said a great when he team signed, but he was the, one of the redeeming qualities of that team yeah i think i said when he signed he's the most recent in a long line of players the team signs the the season after they torch the defense our defense in, in a game because i think he he had two really good games against louisville last yeah, year on the wing yeah, he's good. He's speedy, and he uh, and I think he largely plays in the left wing, which leads me to believe that we might see uh, Jorge Gonzalez deployed a little more centrally, which I think he played did that earlier last. He season. He played a lot of midfield last uh, towards yeah. the end of last season, and I think that's 
sort of I, I, I would expect that's where we see him more this season with the yeah. signings they've made yeah and especially if we're going to the more of a, of a back three sort of formation which I think is becoming more and more uh, after, after some of the recent signings it looks like they finally because I, I I had said we're missing an actual we're missing a, another central defender and mm-hmm. and we've got that now spoilers yep so <laughs> jumping ahead on us but yeah I mean with uh with uh, Matiti Mushagalusa, that's fun. That's a fun last name to say, by the way. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, he's one that's, that's really awesome. I mean, we kind of know what he's about. We've seen him before, and again, like Kansas City wasn't good, but he was one of their good pieces. So, yeah. swiped him away from them. Uh, next signing was uh, one I was a little less familiar with. Is Ray Serrano, yeah. young nineteen-year-old. He, he played in the computer league, so. In the simulation, so we didn't we didn't get yeah. to see much of him. Yeah, he was far west, part yeah. of the Seattle Seattle Sounders system. Excuse me, um, play with the T- Tacoma Defiance. Did pretty well from what I've heard. Uh, you know, he was more of a, a right winger, but I think could play kind of uh, a little farther back as well. So um, Tacoma, rest in peace to my favorite crest in the league. Now that they're gone. Uh, they, yeah, they, I guess I keep forgetting about all these teams just disappearing to this uh, MLS Next League. Yeah, they had the they had the Cthulhu crest. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. It was pretty nice, and I'm glad it, you know they didn't go with the whole like two team thing. I, I yeah. respect the teams that do that. And they did the smart thing and played it not in the exact same city that the I don't. And we don't need to get into MLS Next or whatever, but I. I don't understand how a league's going to survive when all of the teams play in the same city as the one team. <laughs> I mean, just... I don't, I don't think it's so much about getting gate receipts and people to buy like merch and stuff for this. Well, it's definitely it's not about so... getting gate receipts because yeah. they won't. <laughs> it's just a developmental platform and then they can, they can have all the rules yeah. and they don't have to go by whatever USL wants. So I don't, I don't, I don't fear it as, as a form of competition. No, I think it's going to be very so. expensive and not bring in any money. So I don't see. Yeah. I don't see... I don't see how it'll be any different than the last time they tried it. Yeah, unless unless they're trying to get a lot of guys to get like trained um trained up quickly and and ship them off to Europe well, and make a few I will um, say, um few bucks. With the signings we've been making, it does appear that a bunch of players don't want to play in that league because a lot of the two team players have been jumping ship for independent yep. teams in USL. Yep. So. Which is always a which is always a really good sign and uh you know, young kid like uh, like Ray Serrano has a, has a lot of promise. Yeah. Um you know, I mean, as far as the right wing goes, I think that's Brian Ombi's to to lose. But especially if we're going to be, you know, switching up formation, there still might be a home form behind. Uh, yeah, and I, I believe he Brian. played. I saw in the announcement he played mostly right back for Tacoma, but Louisville City said they see him as playing a little further forward because when I yeah. when I read the scouting report on him, it said he was real good at getting forward and like not as solid defensively. So I guess it makes sense. To, to bring him forward a little further yeah so um so he's a he's another new addition team excited to, to see him in action following that announcement was wilson harris also from the sporting kansas city system yeah. like uh like matiti one of the one of the few bright spots on that team and we we stole more of a central striker type uh another player uh, that wants to play on a real team yeah right <laughs> yeah he's Another another young in 22 years old, um, going to either be back up to Cam or if we play two up top, probably be the compliment to Cam. So yeah. again, we kind of know what he's about. Um, 
know, great solid pickup. Another uh, another name I was happy to see. Yeah, quite. And a, and, then, and a position we we're needing filled. So yeah, yeah. And I was wanting somebody a little younger behind Cam, kind of be that next generation. No um, jinxes, but like historically, like with Cam, we've always needed a second player to rotate in there. It's a yeah. long season. You can't. Yeah, it's not even it's not even against Cam. You just you need you need that rotation to happen. It's a now. it's a rough position. You get beat up a lot, so you yeah. always want some depth. You don't want to sure. be relying on one person for sure. Now the uh, the final two signings that have come through are, are are some of the more interesting ones to me. Ones I don't know as much what to expect, but they still seem exciting nonetheless. The first being Manny Perez, who who I'm told had a had a good college career, but I think he had some injury issues that have kind of set him back a bit. He was signed with the Portland Timbers, however, was loaned out to Austin FC, where he, I mean, he played Austin, ten or so MLS, games. There. I guess I always get the two of them confused. Yes, yeah, I should yeah, clarify. So. Yes, and in the ML, so he was playing at the MLS level, and um, he's a bit of a Swiss Army knife, kind of like a Niall McCabe, where he can be used in a lot a lot of spots um, on the pitch. Um, but um, pro- predominantly on the right-hand side is from what I'm picking up. So he's, uh, it, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty, pretty interesting to see how he's used and how he develops. Yeah. I haven't, um, we'll get into the preseason games, but I, I need to double check the lineups. Did, was he, did he play in any of the, the last two? I think I, I think I remember him getting in, but yeah. I'll be curious to actually be able to watch a game and see where he lines up. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, that's going to be interesting to see again. He's so he's a little one. We were not, we'd have not as much visibility on before. And the most recent signing is one that I, I mean, you know, I know what's on YouTube and that's about it. His name is Ian Soler. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong because he has a Spaniard and I'm sure there's some sort of inflection there. I'm not saying Um, (laughs) he, uh, he was most recently in uh, in the Polish division. He's you know six two, twenty six year old. Um, I mean he's he's hopped around a couple of different teams um, in Spain. Central defender. Yeah, with Fulham England. Yeah, central defender, which is a a needed position. Wanted to see more depth there. Yeah. And he's uh, also can play sort of a defensive midfielder. So might see some flexing out of him there. Another good, another opportunity for him to get on the pitch. But. Um, yeah, that's kind of a quick run through of, of all of our signings. Uh, that's all the incoming. We got we had a couple signings, outgoing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, before we kind of talk about the, the full picture here, we did have Elijah Widener is going out on loan. He's um, st- he's went to, to Arizona with the team and will be staying there with FC Tucson. Um, yeah. It does have an option for the club where they can get him back. It was either June first or July first. One of yeah. I forgot which one. Yeah, it's, it's like it's the midway a, point. Yeah, but the thing half with that season is, with half season team option to return yeah. him loan. The thing with his situation which, is like he need he needs those minutes. Well, and uh, like he's coming off a season ending injury on what would have been his first full professional season. So like I think you, Tucson is a League One team, so it's. It's one level down, and I think it makes sense to let him coming off rehab get some minutes and maybe like yep. a not don't not throwing him directly into the fire in the championship. Yep. Like let him let him get some time in a lower division and get up to yep. game speed. 
and honestly, I think exposure to another team could be could be beneficial for him, seeing how others train and play, and and just learning from from a whole different system. I think that has its own benefits too. So well, I, and I think it's I tried to look it up, and it it's very hard to find news about the under twenty three team after they shut the league down for COVID. It's been kind of quiet, but I don't think they're up and running <laughs> yeah, yet. So, and I would say. Yeah. This is probably the sort of situation that I think moving forward, once the the League Two Louisville City under twenty three team is playing, like this is sort of a a function that I would expect that team to serve, Mm -hmm. which is like younger players coming off injury, like you know getting some minutes and 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 finishing their rehab out. Yeah. So, but for now, it's alone. Yep. So I my hope is that he does make it back to the Louisville City team this. uh, this year but we will we'll wait and see on that situation and then the other departure is jt kamara is now going to be joining columbus and this was a next team yeah the the fake mls league team (laughs) Uh, and this was a this was an actual transfer not a loan right because i think i think i saw louisville got like a sell-on as part of it and yeah yeah so he uh joined the team pretty promptly went out on loan all season north carolina and now has left to uh to columbus so you know for one reason or another that uh didn't seem to work out or sometimes the fit just doesn't work yeah yeah i mean because i mean they're only going to sell on from it to my knowledge it's not like they they made a handful of money with that transfer so yeah you know wish it wish him all the best um nonetheless um I'm glad he was able to find a new home. Yeah. We'll I did think it's interesting. Both of the, both of the outgoing deals Louisville city made were with teams that we had preseason games scheduled against. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I think it shows like the synergy there when like front office, front offices are talking, you get, you get some preseason games. You get to, I think Tucson hosted that whole little like series. Didn't they? Yep. You're correct. It's like, I want, I want us to do one of those so bad. I want I want like an annual like Lynn Family Stadium like preseason tournament one of those little four four team invitationals that would yep. be be fun to see here now that we have the nice facilities. Honestly, I'd be shocked if that didn't happen in the next few years. Yeah, we got the infrastructure. So I mean, what kind of similar we we've got the Women's Cup for the time being. In, mm-hmm. Yeah, for racing, but I would love to see one of those little invitational things for for Louisville City. Yeah, my, that I can get tickets well. to and watch. <laughs> yeah, more <laughs> more soccer for me to go to. Yeah, but um, so I guess kind of overall, like we're I, I mean I think we've by and large seen the full roster come together. I know there is going to be a third goalkeeper coming into the mix, but that's probably going to be about it. So what are what is your impressions of? Coach Danny's first full off season, full at the helm, what he's put together. Uh, I mean, a lot of moves. Oh, I wanted to mention um, when they posted the rosters, there was someone on the roster for one of the games that hasn't been announced. Was the that trialist. an academy? There's a trialist or academy player? How There's I, I a trialist. Sure. His okay. name is, I got to look it up on, because I just posted about him today on Twitter. I thought there was also an academy player. There might be. I went. Um, Jan Eric Leinhos is a twenty-four-year-old yeah, German. Yeah, he's a twenty-four-year-old German right back who played at Marshall. He okay. was specifically listed as a trialist, so not impossible to see that maybe maybe he does make the team. 
Um, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if there was any, uh, any Academy kids. I'm going to look at the Phoenix. I, I think it was right the now. El Paso game. The El Paso game. I think no, I'm the, not going to go that far back. <laughs> it's yeah. too much digging. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I, I thought I saw, I saw a name I didn't recognize. And when I looked it up, I think it was an Academy player. It went, yeah, that one, that wouldn't surprise me too much. And I'd be happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you want to talk about, I mean, we didn't get to watch them. Uh, we saw, we got to see clips of, because the um, uh, FC Tucson <laughs> posted clips. So we got to see some of those games. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't know t- too much about those games. I mean, I know we played Grand Canyon University. I don't know what happened I, there. Did they even say? I don't sport? know what you even really get, or what, what conclusions you can draw from playing the college teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the biggest thing about the preseason games, win or lose, I don't put, too much dark into them it's it's yeah. about like trying new things and just getting the team up to speed so like but especially we, the college teams that's like such a different level that yeah. that's really just that's for the coaching staff to work on some stuff we're really focused on ourselves at yeah. least like el paso and phoenix you can get an idea like they you know same league and everything yeah, yeah. so with the um yeah el paso that um that result was pretty favorable i'd take that like in the regular season it was five to two for louisville city uh coach danny cruz was quoted as some uh, weird goals in that game from the replays yeah he said we couldn't we couldn't have asked for a better preseason game so if he's happy i'm happy yeah yeah i think um, a good uh some we uh the i think they went up and then I think there was they, they got the lead and there. then uh, El Paso tied it up 2-2 and then they still went on to win 5-2, which is, I think, like something we team struggled with last year. It's like they would mm-hmm. let a team tie it up and then couldn't like recover from that and get the lead back. So nice to see in a preseason game. Yeah. You have to keep in mind though they're doing like full sale changes at points in this game. They're like just completely yeah. changing. I mean, it looked time. like El Paso decided to change the goalkeeper out mid-play. I don't know. Did you see the clip of the only go? goal in that i don't specifically remember it i'm pretty sure i watched it <laughs> it's view from behind the goal and like ombi's just coming down the flank and just like kicks it into the goal and there's i had to rewatch the clip like 10 times to find el paso's goalkeeper he's like way oh, back that one field. that one yeah yeah i don't know i really wish that clip would have started like 30 seconds earlier than it did because i can't imagine what situation the players would be in the positions they were in <laughs> yeah i yeah i know i know exactly <laughs> how you get that about. far out of the play as a keeper <laughs> you get that out of your system now in the preseason yeah i was like so. did they bring him up for a quarter kick on a 2-2 <laughs> game yeah it's pretty uh pretty wild one yeah and then uh the phoenix it, their, their most recent preseason game they played phoenix and i all we got was coaches clips talking about it but sound like it was a solid game the 2-2 draw what i've heard is that um the the for the first part of the game we they kind of inverted them so they kind of there's like two different kind of squads yeah coach cruz has set up the first like squad i guess b not like lesser but squad b played first in the el paso game then squad a and then it was flipped for the phoenix game and i was told i guess i think that team that start for the phoenix team was a little probably closer to what our starting lineup may end up actually looking like and i was told they were pretty dominant over phoenix so i don't again i don't know who phoenix fielded in that part but that's that's yeah, always I, good news to hear when Especially i looked at the starting lineup for the phoenix game it it looked like 
what I would expect. It was a lot of the familiar names. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as far as the starting line, I mean, I know we've signed a whole bunch when of When they're almost names. a fight, I saw that on the... <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they were taking it pretty serious. Yeah, two yellow cards came out. Um, yeah. You have to imagine that Niall and or Paulo were were somewhere close to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Niall scored a goal in that one, right? He got an assist, I think. I don't okay. think he scored. I think he got an assist. He got the assist. One. Okay. He was involved yeah. in a goal. Yeah. So, but... um. But I mean, yeah, talking like what you're, you're talking about the starting line made me think like we did sign a bunch of new names, but I still expect a lot of the same familiar names and faces to be occupying these. We'll probably these work spots. in the new players over the course of the season. Yeah, Other than I, it takes probably, I'd say, at least six months to get up to speed. Did, I don't, did Dia yeah. get to start in that one? I can't. I, I would expect. No, at, I'd expect him to start outside back. That's yeah. that's probably the. The, the major change we'll see from last yeah. season he's yeah he's one of the uh the big exceptions but um, <laughs> we have to because we only have one outside back left on right. the team from last year <laughs> and um you know it's it, it probably takes at least six months for these new players to truly get up to speed i don't know if you remember when Cor- corbin bone first joined us like yeah. i don't i don't think people were like super impressed his first Especially few in the games midfield. But, like midfield yeah. you gotta you gotta get some reps with the team yeah but then like by like midway through that and, and beyond that point, like he's been, he's been a fantastic addition to the team. It just, it just takes, takes time. You got to learn yeah. these little, like small little nuances of playing with other people, especially at the level that they're playing. But uh, you know, overall I'm, I'm really, really excited about this team. I, I think we have that, a good roster. Coming oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a lot of and promise. We're, we're I think we're, at a lot of places. I'd like not. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to jinx anybody, but it, I don't, there's no, there's no position I'm super concerned about like injury trouble with. Cause I, I feel like we got solid backups everywhere. Yeah. And I think we, we got a lot of, we have potentially a lot of pieces that could be part of a new core going forward. I know I've, I've I talk about this a lot online, but I'm, you know, I'm really worried about the eventual transition. We're going to, we're going to see with this team. And I think we're starting to send that foundation now. So I'm, I'm particularly thrilled with how this off season has gone as far as well, the signings. I, I go. mentioned earlier in the off season that we had a lot of, we had really young players coming out of the Academy and we had like our kind of older core and we were missing kind of mid twenties, the kind of in between. And that's a lot of the signings they've made fit right into there so yeah, i think we got a several 22 year olds you know i think yeah. ian solaire he's 26 like so a lot of a lot of good like i think we got a good spread of of age and yeah. experience and potential uh so, oh got, I, I guess outgoing player news since the team's been tweeting about it i'll, I'll mention it but uh jogo got two starts for sociedad and <laughs> And what in what will be a familiar turn of events to anyone who watched a game last year? I think his first his first start, he drew a penalty in the box on yep. a on a run. So he's I've heard he's impressing their coaching staff. I'm like, well, that's not really a shock to us. He seems to have adapted to life in Spain very quickly. Yes, so it's going to be fun to continue to watch that one. You know, I know it's kind of tough for people to find where to watch the yeah, it's, um, it's the, weird the second team. La Liga A is very easy to find. A oh yeah, that's for, on ESPN but, Yeah, B. I, I would have thought. I would have hoped it'd be a package deal because, like Bundesliga, on ESPN, I think you can watch one and two. But yeah, La Liga, it's it's a separate deal. So. Well, let's let's hope he continues to develop so they get him in the first team quicker, and it makes yeah. it easier for then us we can to watch. watch. Yeah, I think ESPN Plus has La Liga, right? Yep. Yeah. So, 
yep. whenever he's starting to get first team minutes, we can watch those. Yep. So, well, we're uh, we're closing in on the regular season for Louisville City. They do have two more preseason matches before then: Pittsburgh on the twenty sixth, and then St. Louis on March the fifth, which is open to the public. And I think some people are going to go to that. Nice. I'd like to, but my car's been rather unreliable, so I'm not going to take that trip. <laughs> But um, that's a long list. But I... <laughs> yeah, I'll ride my bike there. I'll just run. Done it a few times. It's nice. So it's, I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of news since we last recorded for Louisville City alone. And then well, our home happened. opener be Atlanta 2, right? Remember that correctly? Which is yes. interesting of, of all of the teams. That is not one I would have expected to stay around for an extra year before yeah. having to move over to the, cause I think all the teams have to be gone after this year for the, yeah, the, MLA, the two right. teams. Yeah. So, so. It's, it's interesting that they were one that decided to sit out the first year. Yeah. It's not the sexiest first match, but it's whatever. Yeah. It's whatever. So at least we know they're a team that wants to be here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Anything more on Louisville City you want to mention before we pivot over and talk a little bit about uh, about racing? I think that covers all the news I'm aware of and, and some of the news I wasn't aware of. <laughs> Getting you up to speed. Yeah. Psst, you. Yeah, you. Enjoying this podcast? Like sharing Louisville events and news with like-minded individuals? Love being a part of the Louisville community? This podcast is part of a first-of-its-kind podcast network at thestateofwilville.com. With daily news and opinions, seven podcasts, webcasts, and more, The State of Louisville is your home for anything and everything Louisville. Check them out at stateofwilville.com today. On the racing Louisville side of things, it's been uh, not as hectic, largely because... We, I mean, yeah, I mean, we know their regular season sign. They just start haven't done a lot, a lot of the signings yet. A little bit later. Yeah, that too. So That's another factor. It's earlier on for them comparatively. Yep. So, I mean, they did have one preseason match on the 18th. They will. They're now in Florida. They will be playing Florida State twice in the coming days. Then followed by Tennessee and Murray State. So, yeah. again, yeah, a lot of college teams. So, yeah. Um, important so, for the team but yeah oh for from sure. our standpoint you can't draw they can't really <laughs> really glean anything from the outside from those especially at the new coach at the helm so that will be really important but some of the players uh have have missed or will be missing some of the action because we got some some ladies on international duty we got the captain on international duty yeah i saw that Just, the armband yeah ebony ebony was was captain for the two games for England. it scored in the second game the yeah. most recent one so, yeah, she's with the 23s. I don't know why they're not bringing her up to the uh, the full English team yet, but I think it's uh, it's just it's a matter of time. It'll be sooner yeah. rather than later. We also had uh, Sydney Cummings is was uh, was with an, a national team. I do not remember which one, though. Guyana. Yes. Thank you. With Guyana. And obviously the ones we're most familiar with is Fox and Howe. Yep. With the U.S. women's and national both- team. I mean, Fox has been starting with the She Believes Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that uh, 
Fox has started both of the games so far, and then Hal checked in a little after halftime in the one today. And she looked uh, she looked good from what I saw. I didn't get to watch the whole game; I just saw parts of it. But uh... yeah, it was a good game today. Yeah, I mean, Fox it, it, she looked good. She looked like her normal self. I think she pretty much has that left back position kind of locked in for for yeah. a little while for a while on the national team. Uh, and then I was really happy. Hal was an alternate and there was an injury. So she got added to the roster right before. Um, and I was happy to see her check in and she had a, I thought she had an incredibly good game when she checked in. She almost had an assist twice, like in the first five minutes mm-hmm. after checking in. And like, I think she really, especially the USA went down a player and then the game sort of, it's hard to control the midfield with only 10 players, but when it was 11 on 11, after she checked in, she was like in control of that game. She was yeah. getting in passing lanes and she was, they were really running a lot of like the transition play through her. I mean, yeah, she plays central defensive midfielder. So mm. that makes sense. But yeah, I was, it's the first time I've gotten to watch like a lot of, of her live. And I was super impressed. I mean, we were told great things about her and she seems to be kind of living up to that billing. So I'm excited. Yeah. She got to wear the number 10, which quite, <laughs> because, quite because the honor. Yeah. <laughs> I think she, she was not, she was a little self-conscious about that. They mentioned in the commentary because I, I remember uh, them talking about that. That was funny. Yeah, it's because it was an injury replacement. She just took the, the number. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, And they had a little bit of combination between Fox and Hal. So like, I think a preview of what I think we will see a ton of this season. More of that, please keep building that chemistry. Um, Oh man. Did you, so how much they played uh, USA played New Zealand today. Did did you get to catch that first half at all? No, what I watched was, was parts of the second half. So I missed the, I don't know, I don't know how we, how the score escalated like it did. It was like a horror movie. I can't. Uh, New Zealand scored three own goals in the first half, and it was the same player all three times. Mm. And all of them were like fluke, like, like it, it, none of them were like a, you know, passed it back to the goalie and there was no one there. It, it was all like getting a foot on a cross and it just took a weird bounce right into the top corner. Like, all three of them, you wouldn't have been mad at the player for, but that's got, I, I would like melt into the floor if I, if I scored three own goals in a game, that's, that's the, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. That's the worst feeling I can imagine on the soccer field. Oh, that poor gal. Yeah. So best wishes to her. I, I hope. Yeah. She has like a, a good game recovery from that. <laughs> Cause that's just brutal. Yeah, this could be a hard one to forget. And two of them were a minute apart. Is the fifth minute and the sixth minute? Oh my god! So they're boom, boom, like right at the beginning of the game. Yeah, and then the the third one was the very end of the half. Oh, but ugh. right, right when she's like, okay, I can get a little, I get in the getting, locker, getting room. back in the sweet <laughs> things, get putting it behind me. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Yikes. So anyway, oh. but yeah, Team USA played good. They're they're. They're the women's national team. They always look good. <laughs> but yeah. just as it's super, like, I don't think I'll ever get used to 
like flipping on a national team game and seeing two racing, like seeing two players that we get to go watch every week. Uh, we are just awesome. We are spoiled. Yeah, we really are. This team, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite hopeful for this, uh, this second season for, for racing. I think we've got a lot of key pieces on there and hopefully a good plan to go along with those key pieces. Yeah. I think uh, excited. I feel bad because I forgot who pointed it out, but somebody on Twitter mentioned that like how surreal, surreal it is. Like they were talking about Nadia while showing close-ups of Emily Fox and Jalen Howell. So like on a, like ABC national women's national team broadcast, like all three racing players, like were in the mix all at the same time. That's so. some, uh, that's some good team promotion right there. Yep. Um, you know, on the, on the signing front, I kind of, I kind of mentioned this a little earlier, like they've only had um, two more signings have happened. Like just kind of like a lot of waiting. Like we kind of know who these players are. It's just more of getting that pen to paper. A lot of and... working the deal out on. Yeah. Draftees. There's, there's saw... time for that happen. Um, I they mentioned it during the broadcast that Trini Raman's just signed a big deal with DC. Did you, did you hear the, yeah, I think it was, it like was four, four years, years million 1. Dollars. 1 million. Yeah. yeah. 1.1. Yeah. So it's not bad. That's not bad at all. <laughs> I, I still don't understand. <laughs> I man, I hate I hate roster rules and salary rules, and I would just prefer it to be like the USL and do whatever. Because I still am a little confused how you sign a four year, one point one million dollar deal in a league where they just announced that the maximum salary is seventy five thousand. Yeah, I didn't even think about. I that. think they got a bunch of. I think you get weird exemptions. Like, kind of like MLS, so it's confusing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, MLS and NWSL. Probably I hope everyone like gets paid. Some of the most convoluted setups ever. I just, yeah, I want to get rid of salary caps to just pay everybody. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, the signings we had with Savannah Demello, multi-year deal, signed that yeah. early in February, and then shortly after that was Jordan Bloomer, the uh, the goalkeeper. Yeah, and I Savannah, I'm really excited to watch play this season because I think. Uh, you mentioned with Manny Perez, like he had a really good college career and had an injury and it's coming back for that. She, I think she's, she's in a similar situation. She was like, I mean, she still went top four, but I think yeah. she was projected like a couple years ago to be like one of, one of, if not the best player in this draft class. And then like had some injuries in college and has rebounded really well, but like, you know, that knocked her down a little bit, but I think she has a very, very high ceiling. Yeah. Like as she recovers more from injury to get back to where she was before. So I'm excited to watch her progress and I mean, I see how she adapts to the, this league. We we got her, how Fox, Nadia, Ebony, like there's just so much to be excited about on this team. I'm excited. Can't wait. Get me back in Lynn family stadium. It'll be good. We'll be able to pretty. We'll be in pretty soon. When's the uh, When's the Challenge Cup start? I don't think that's until April. I think that's, that's a little, a little bit off, right? No, 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 no. I think it's. Am I looking at wrong? Oh, I think I'm just looking at the. I guess the regular stuff that's in my uh, that's loaded into my iCalendar. 
Uh, da, da, da. No, it's the um, March 19th. March... So, yeah, got uh, about got about 18th. a month till the 18th. It's a Friday. OK. Yep. Their I press release says it starts on Saturday, March 19th. Nah, they changed stuff a lot. Anyway, I need to make sure uh, my calendar's right then. I don't show up there <laughs> on Friday, Friday evening. Uh, but anyway, we got a month by about a month before Challenge Cup games start, which I think it's still up in the air whether that's considered a preseason tournament. <laughs> Or not? Yeah, I I saw it. It's a weird. They they did it weird with the schedule. I, because uh, it if you make it to the championship, it actually overlaps with the first week of the regular season, and so the teams mm. in the championship are going to have to reschedule their first game of the year, and it just seems like a a really weird thing to do when like you were in control of the scheduling i don't and that they made it a double round robin and i think it probably would have i think everyone would have been happier with a single round robin for those and make the make it a little shorter yeah it's like if you're gonna overlap the season then just do it like champions league and play it on on weekdays and overlap it spread it over the whole season but to do it before the season and have the championship be after the season starts is weird. Yeah. I think sometimes the NWSL makes things up as they go. <laughs> and it's they not, a, I mean, they play a 24 game season, so it, it should not be very hard to fit a cup in there with that. That's, that's like, as far as seasons go, that's on the shorter end. You should be able yeah. to schedule, make that schedule work. Yeah. Anyway. Either way, soon enough will be. Yourself, there were weird, confusing championship scheduling choices. Right. But it sounds like we'll we get to see both the uh, boys in purple and the girls in lavender back in action soon. And I'm, I'm beyond ready and beyond excited for both teams. A lot of, lot of reasons to be optimistic about what's going to go, going to go down this season. That's, uh, that's all that I had on. To look forward to in our old man league. I've been. I've been running the shuttle run. I've been I've been working on my fitness. I I, I got high expectations for the season. I'm, I'm going to try to avoid getting hit in the face anymore. Gonna be <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try not to get my foot stepped on. But uh, yeah, that's that's. I think that's all we had for for Louisville City Racing, Louisville, and one more beer. Anything else you want to you want to bring up that we didn't get to? Uh no. I do want to plug last week's episode. It just in case. For some reason, anyone's listened to this and didn't listen to that one. Our our interview uh, with at Addison Merrick, I think, was super fun. It was fun. Last that was week, a lot and of it, fun. it's a I think a highlight episode for us. If yeah, if you missed it, I would definitely suggest going back and taking a listen to that one. It, if not not for us, but to hear what she says because she's much more interesting than us. Oh yeah, yeah. We just our job is just to get her to talk. We're not the yeah. fun ones. But speaking of fun, there are plenty of podcasts in the Louisville City and Racing Louisville spaces. I encourage you to check them all out because they're all good for different reasons. But one I want to particularly plug are friends over at the Butchertown Rundown. It's yep. the, I think it's the – correct me if I'm wrong. I think it is the only podcast solely dedicated to Racing Louisville. Yeah, it's the only racing-focused racing podcast. It's racing-focused, run by our good friends Becky Morgan and Tom Benson. Yep. Who both do a fantastic job and they're a lot of fun to listen to. The first episode's already dropped. If that's not already in your podcast queue, get that at it. Butchertown Rundown. Check it out. And I'll, I'll just play. mention, because I'm very competitive, I, you know, just pretend like we're the only podcast. 
because it is a competition. Obviously, you should have ours in your queue. But if you want to supplement it with other stuff. <laughs> but no, it's, it's a definitely a good one to check out because Becky knows more about soccer than us. And, and Tom is funnier than us. So it, it really is a good listen. It's fun to hear different perspectives. Too. That's why yeah. I like to listen to a bunch of them. And again, like I said, all the ones that, that are being produced, are um, they're all good for different reasons. They all bring something different to the table, and different thoughts and opinions. And it's, it's great. Good, and- I think I saw when someone was doing the, the USL podcasts, like master uh, database spreadsheet. I think Louisville City had the most podcasts of any oh, yeah. of the USL teams. Yeah, yeah, they missed some, so they call uh, they call them out and tag people like, "Hey, get us on!" But even with missing on. some, they yeah. we still had the most. So yeah, I mean, it's just one thing about our fan base. That's a very, how, that's a thriving how fan we culture are. here. Yeah, we're very involved, very passionate, very excited, and that's the product of it. And I think even like recently, there have been several new podcasts, which is awesome. All right, well. But listen to us first. Yeah, listen to us first. Then the other ones. Yeah, then the other ones. So, all right. Well, we're going to go ahead. We'll cut things down uh, right here because I think we covered everything we want to. And we want you to be able to get to the other podcasts as well. Um, Thank you again for tuning in as always. We appreciate the state of Louisville for uh, hosting the show. So thank you guys very much. Uh, My name is Benton. Please find me on Twitter at PurpleSDF. I also run a website called VamosMarados.com. You should take a look at it good got some good recaps and some good roster news that i probably should have read before the uh, episode yeah i'm zach you you can find me at zach w allen on twitter i don't don't run any websites i got a portfolio website if you yeah what's in your portfolio uh art oh that's fine so i guess here we're plugging websites i think it's uh yeah, ZachWAllen.com. Same as my Twitter handle. You can look at some watercolors. I'm going to creep on it. All right. So. All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in, and we will be back soon because the season is coming soon. Vamos, Marauders. Bye, y'all. <laughs>